red light special all through the night baby it's yours all yours if you want it tonight just come through my door take off my clothes and turn on the red light wow i'm speechless <laughs> I don't really know what to say after that. I thought you would just give us a little bit and you gave us a lot. No, no, I did. Yeah. No, I came in hard. I came so, in strong. It was for TLC. Thank you. Uh, red Light Special from the Creep. That was very special. From the Creep album. You put the special in Red Light Special. I don't know. Wait, is the name of the album Creep? I don't remember, but I just know it was red and the, it, they had the, their three heads. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, it's Crazy Sexy Cool. That was the name of the album. Nice. Look red at Light you go. Special. Sick. Very cool. In well, honor thank you for that. You're that welcome. was great. Hey, I I just wanted to since this is our third time recording <laughs> this particular <laughs> podcast, I I want to keep it special. I want to keep it saucy. I want to I want to throw things out there that like maybe you know or maybe you don't, maybe you can join in, you know? Yeah. Most of it I probably won't know. Right. It's true. Um so I'll just watch, watch <laughs> and support you from over here. Okay, wait, let's, uh, wait, we got a black shin. Okay. We got a black shin. Because we didn't do that last time either. Three, Three dos, two, uno, black shin. Ooh. Good one. That was, yeah, that felt good. Yeah, it did. That felt right. It was. Stop playing with your nose. I can't. I'm over Stop here Stop playing with oh, your nose. Oh, maybe that's why I was thinking of TLC, because I look like Lisa Left Eye Lopez. You did say that. band-aids on right now. Okay. Well, you look great to me. You're doing amazing. You're so sweet. I love you so much. You're really kind to me. I'm just trying my best, you know? That's I'm, what love I'm is, I guess. We'll get into that, because it's the Valentine's Day special. Ooh, it's Valentine's. You're my Valentine. Am I? Valentine. I don't know if you asked me, or is it just assumed? Because we're together. Uh, hello. Like, who? What else? Who else is it gonna be? I don't know. Iko, Basil, one of our cats. Are you gonna be my Valentine? Is this you asking me to be your Valentine? Yes. Yeah, I'll be your Valentine. Cute. Okay. Fucking you better, bitch. I don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking oh my god. Anyway, y'all. Okay. Uh, damn it. Welcome back to the hard. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody. Hi. Um, it's me. Um. Lisa, Left Eye Lopez, Rip, uh, Asia Mock. <laughs> and we have special guest. Hey, everybody. Hey, Re everyone. Returning to the couch, the chairs. I was going to say uh, couch. Flat-chested, um, full of life and vigor. Um, a big, fat ass. Give it up, everyone, for Lou. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, yeah. it's me, it's Lou D. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's me, I'm back. I love your back, look at you. Um, Yes, I'm back, flat chested, talk Taylor. about top surgery again. Um, Do you want to set a timer? Yeah, okay. Uh, hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> set a timer for one hour and uh, 25 minutes from now. I'm like paranoid that it's not recording. It is. Okay, it's recording. We're doing great. Everyone, it's recording. It's fine. We yes. have it together this time, okay? Yes. Okay, so listen, wait, before you start. Mm -hmm. What happened was we recorded the first time, okay? Mm -hmm. And the first one, we did it. It's fine. I think it was... I thought it sounded good or whatever. We had uh, some moments. Yes. Secret it was, secrets. 
And then Lou comes back and is like, <laughs> I am chewing gum so profoundly. It was atrocious, y'all. It was atrocious. I'm over here smacking and cracking and popping my gum. Just rat-tastic. Woo! You know, I feel like I made you a rat. And it was it was like ASMR quality. Yeah. You know, right. I was really excited about for those fans right there. But for the public, no. I would rather die. I would rather die. So we had to <laughs> re-record because of my gum smacking um, behavior. I mean, I know that like maybe uh, Beyonce made it like somewhat popular to like chew your gum and like pat your weave or whatever. But like, yeah, you know, in the audio world, um, no, <laughs> it's our worst like, nightmare. Really... It's literally the worst nightmare. I'm like, please stop. And please. I'm laughing. I was laughing hysterically because I know I knew that it was the entire episode. If Lou had gum in their mouth, if Lou has gum in their mouth, and what you're no gonna gum hear here. is a pot is like a like look at look how look at them teeth. Look how many teeth they have. It's true. I have okay. a lot of teeth. Like they're beautiful. They they are absolutely gorgeous. But they are chomping. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yes. Lou learned a new stem which is popping the gum on the inside you know favorite favorite <laughs> I'm fantasizing about it right now like as soon as I'm done potting I'm about to chew the fuck out of some gum cause I love it and I can like do it multiple times and it just really like I try to get as many in there as I can and it's obnoxious it's absolutely obnoxious atrocious volatile like you name you. it I'm in love with you thank you Um, and then uh, we set to record it again tonight and uh, <laughs> made it about I don't know 15-20 minutes yeah in. And then realized that the camera was not recording um, because it was unplugged. So here we are now, um, round three. And <laughs> doing great. Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's special. You know, so Ooh. cute. We're going to talk about love. Love. Uh, just for the people to know it. real quick, uh, pronoun, pronouns. What yes, are your pronouns? my pronouns are they, them. Mm-hmm. I've been toying with she mm-hmm. because I've really been feeling like that bitch ever since I got my titties cut off. We love it. So still 90% they, them. Mm-hmm. So if you were trying to respect me, they, them. Um, but yeah, sometimes in my mind, it's a little she. Oh my God. It's she for me too. Like people don't know. I be telling all those secrets. I just think it's so cute. They hate it because they're an Aquarius, but they secretly. Um, the reality is Lou looks really tough like if you were to be next to Lou in the gym oh my god did you see that bitch next to us today on the stair climber she was really the blonde one next to you (laughs) okay I thought she was on something because the way her neck was swinging around it was I was like girl you don't need to push yourself the booty blaster (laughs) is not for you I need you to just go for a walk because I'm anxious about your neck. And then, like, I thought it was just me because sometimes I have shit moments at the gym where I'm just like, it's just me. No, it was not just you. She was having a day. I was in the zone, but I could normally, like, when I'm working out or whatever and people are next to me, like, I can zone out because I'm in my zone. Mm -hmm. But I kept. Don't let me get in my zone. Okay, don't let let me me get in my zone. But I kept seeing the tip of her (laughs) pony. Like not the tip of her ponytail because she was like waving yeah it really was like i uh, the muscles in her neck were feeling it more than her glutes i can say that okay sorry because That's she was very, swinging was, she like was, big wide body swinging and this is a stair climber america this isn't it's not like it was like 
like a what is this? The elliptical. It's not the elliptical or like the you know like it was it was literally climbing stairs. I stair stepper gets me every time. Wow. Okay. So anyway, um, Lou looks very tough, um, but Lou has a thong on underneath. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There's a G string everywhere I go. (laughs) Like. I am that's like you're that girl. Yeah, it's true. It's thank you. That's cute. I love being called baby doll. I won't lie. It's a favorite of mine. You're so um but yeah, I do be looking tough. And I'm I think that I am trying to move into a space where I also don't be looking so tough. Yes. Because I think sometimes the toughness that I exude comes off as like real and it can attract the wrong people. So if I like could start just exuding this little bit of softness and genuine softness, then like people who are ambiguous or fluid or whatever the fuck will start coming into me and will have similar energies and like see me authentically. Because all of my little friends that are also tough looking are not tough. Like all of my little friends be out here looking andro as fuck and then also be like, I want my nails done. I get my hair cut every two weeks. Like I'm also soft and squishy. I have feelings. Let's check up about our feelings. How are we feeling today? And it's so tender. And it just makes me giggle that like those are the types of people that I attract because I know that's the type of energy that I'm giving out there. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm okay right now. Mm. I'm trying to be a little bit more on the exuding softness side. I think that's really beautiful, baby. We have not we have not talked about that. And I think that's yeah, really, really fucking great. And true. And so true. And like I think also too, as you move through like learning more about yourself and like regulating your nervous system mm-hmm. like you can walk through spaces without being on being safe and being aware but not being like automatically on defense yeah. because like that's it's a safety measure like it's a safety measure and so much of that has come with also like trying to feel more comfortable in my body mm-hmm. now that my body looks how it, i imagined it in my brain i feel more comfortable like being present which allows me to not be on the defense yeah because like when i'm on the defense i'm not being present in what's happening exactly i'm trying to just take care of me mm-hmm. and take care of my inner child mm-hmm. and so now that i'm really like lining up with how i feel and like what I believe to be true about myself, I'm able to just be more in the moment and not be so afraid to be approached yeah. or to like have life happen to me. Oh, I just love it. And I think like when I say have life happen to me, I think that as people who like have anxiety and who live in a very anxious time, we do so much to try to like micromanage and control everything that happens to us Mm -hmm. and like it can lead to so many like anxiety downfalls for me yeah so when i just like chill out and just kind of let life happen to me so many good things happen to me yeah yeah being i think that there's a massive first of all thank you for sharing all that because yeah words everybody hear them because this is some shit um there's something so profound about exercising presence. Mhm. Like I th- in in my experiences it's truly as cliché as it sounds, it's so much easier said than done, but the importance of saying it repeatedly and then like like that starts the the ball rolling 
into like putting it into action. Yeah. And then like having the results that like you would like. It's you know, the work. like yeah. you really do it's on paper it seems like it's this easy thing, but in practice it's it can be very difficult because so much of our lives I mean, I will speak for myself, so much of my life mm-hmm. has been about like, you know, uh masking yeah and and protecting myself from other people's projections or like um not allowing myself to really experience life as a human because Mm -hmm. i was too busy being in survivor mode of like the people that i was surrounding myself with or the places that i was in totally and i was always like up on like in guard or on guard about well, something's going to happen. I'm going to be yeah, somehow. and I something's totally going to hear that about like the being in the survivor mode because mm-hmm. like you just always want to be like, okay, but am I going to be okay? Exactly. Okay, but am I going to be okay? And then like moving into my like later twenties now is it's kind of like, well, now I know that I'm always going to be okay. Yeah. So now that I can know that, yeah, mentally, how do I put that into action? How do I feel that? Yeah. How do I move in that? Where I'm just like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. So let me like move in that. Let me treat other people like everything's going to be okay, and give like an honest interpretation of myself. I love that. And today, like, I had a really wild experience with that. Where like I was just at work minding my business like I normally do, and this man came in and he came in and he was really heated and I was mm-hmm. like okay here we go like let me put on the charm put mm-hmm. on the riz but not necessarily like over extend myself yeah. because like clearly this is a person who's like feeling some feelings mm-hmm. so you know chatted him up asked him what was going on or whatever and I was like I can tell you're heated like are you okay mm-hmm. and I'm also there's a tiny part of me in the back of my head that's like oh my gosh this is a man who's clearly upset like mm-hmm. what's gonna happen yeah so yes. Yes. that I mean initially for me it's like this is a man and I'm like mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think for me like that's the defense part of it that's yes. the survivor mode yes. and once I'm like you know what I'm okay I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Everything is okay. Let me engage how I want to engage. Mm-hmm. So come to find out, he like just got into a tiff with somebody that he works with. Mm-hmm. He got a witness at first to listen to this argument that was happening because like he was just feeling bamboozled. Mm-hmm. And then he's paused himself to take a walk. Okay. And so he ended up taking a walk and coming down to the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I think it's really cool that you like paused yourself and took a walk and yeah. that you grabbed a witness because like as black people, we always need a witness. Yeah. And so he was like, just chatting me up about it a little bit. And I was like, okay. And then he starts just like chatting me about him. And when people start telling me about them, that's when I start to disengage. Cause it's like, we're not friends. I'm checking in on you human to human. Yes. But at the end of the day, I make 1175. Yes. No, I have no degree in this. Like ease up. Yes. So talking to him. It sounds like also, I'm sorry. It sounds like by being present in that, like Mm -hmm. in this moment, you're so empowered like you're so empowered now you're learning it's so cool to just watch you learn the balance of like um a number one being a powerful being Mm -hmm. and b number two being a vulnerable being Mm -hmm. so like being mindful enough to like check in with yourself and take care of yourself first Mm -hmm. because as black femmes i think that we are constantly dumped on like emotionally or otherwise like part of uh, hey america i don't know if you guys knew this or not but like service industry jobs these jobs where we're like taking care of other people we're doing food service like this is a job a job a job 
This is not your therapist's office. This is not like your church. Like this is not yes. like, going over to your friend Joe's house. Like this is a job. Exactly. So I think that by honoring yourself, by remembering like I'm at work mm-hmm. and like setting up a boundary with him being like, okay, he blew off some steam, you're feeling better. All right, bro. Yeah. So make his drink or whatever, make his little, his little bee sting. And then he's like, oh, what's your cash app? And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And so I tell him my cash app and I tell him how much money to send me. And he sends me some money and he's like, hey, thank you. He says, thank you for being my counselor today. He pays for his drink. Love it. He says goodbye to me. Love it. And then he leaves. I love that. And I'm like, wow, you paid for your drink. You tipped on the card. And then you also cash up me for using my time. And you thanked me for my time that I gave to you. Yes. And just like, blam, that was me just like living in the moment and just trying to be like, okay, I'm just going to like be okay and live my life. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It was a really powerful experience. Oh, also. And it's just one of those things that I always like, people just be giving me money and I'm really grateful for that because like, I feel I like mean, I, I tell work everybody hard, that, but you know, what people, dude, I was going to say, I said, I wouldn't tell everybody people just be giving you money on camera. Oh, well, I mean it in a way of like, I'm not people be doing that because i be doing work like yeah i'm out here doing work whether i'm listening to you whether i'm helping you whether like like people be doing that because i be working hard exactly people should be giving black femmes money yeah absolutely because i think every day we fucking wake up and put on the full armor of god as that Mm -hmm. as the song said and waiting to it or not waiting to exhale the preacher's wife um great movie truly um we're doing a lot like we're laboring this is constantly constantly. so it's nice to be um recognized for that labor and paid for that labor yeah and i think more people should have that mindset of like if you're coming into a coffee shop to unload on a barista you best be tipping them more because like yeah you're doing labor and if you're coming to a black femme whether you're in a relationship with them any form of a relationship friendship romantic relationship um you should be tipping them or paying for them or giving them goods in other ways because like it's all labor it's all labor um unrelated but happy belated birthday oh thank you (laughs) yes i did just have a birthday i just turned a ripe beautiful age and i'm very excited about it you can say say so just turned 26 years i did turn 26 under a full moon yes it was a full moon on my actual birthday it was amazing i like whoa to have a birthday on a full moon it just makes me feel so powerful um yeah so while it's on the full moon this this time around i'm like god damn (laughs) <laughs> damn damn girl but happy birthday to you thank you i just love growing up with you and living with thank you and you. watching you grow and you're just great thank you that means a lot to me i feel and i feel empowered it's an empowering time how did you can you share with us some wisdom that you would tell yourself at 26 that you have now ah! don't have that kid <laughs> i'm literally kidding Okay, but I think I would have waited. I think that like, uh, like honestly, like I'm just being dead ass. I love my child. There's no. Yeah, I don't think there's a question. About okay, that. like I love my child. I think that um, I would have just waited and planned 
I, I would tell myself, hey, maybe don't do that and like immediately dump this guy and go to therapy. <laughs> Like okay. go straight to the like run, run, do not walk to your local therapist. Okay, great advice. I think if I had started unpacking a lot of traumas earlier on, mm-hmm. um, things would be different. That's real. That's very real. But also, on the other side of that, everything is burning down. <laughs> so like, yeah. what? So you're like, also I correct. <laughs> You said, well, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Might as well do. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 I think I would have just told myself, like, I would tell my younger self, like, go to therapy and really focus on taking care of yourself and your body. Word. Because you want to be around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm learning that now of, like, oh, my body's changing. Like, yeah. I have to eat well i have to exercise i have to stretch stretching is so important Listen, you have to okay you have to sleep and just like okay like you have to like prioritize up. rest because here's the thing man mental illness or mental disability whatever whatever how I don't, I don't like to use those terms i think the more that i think about mood disorders and um like uh br- like uh brain and body disorders like it's like a side effect of extreme adjustments in a constantly capitalist space so i can't even call it an illness because mm-hmm. to me this like society is ill mm-hmm. and like things manifest in different ways yeah that makes so, sense. It just means like, I don't know. Yeah, recognizing patterns, recognizing that like, my I have ADHD. I'm ADHD, right? And like, I have major depressive disorder, and like, I, I think for a minute in my life, I was const. I was in a place where I was like, I can't change that, and it was like, woe is me. Yeah been there definitely been because like it's hard it's hard coming to terms with the fact that like oh okay this is what's happening and then through resources and surrounding myself calling people into myself Mm -hmm. that are walking a similar path have resources whatever i'm finding that like oh no like this is just how my brain this this is me yeah like i that's beautiful it doesn't change but i can change my 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 routines and my behaviors by recognizing patterns and then like doing safer things yeah and that sounds like that comes with so much like self-involvement yes where like you really like instead of fighting who you are you're just becoming more yes, of who you are yeah and letting yourself flow into that and knowing that like you need tools for help everybody needs tools everybody needs help period but like what are the ways that you need help yeah. and now that you've gotten those ways you can help yourself you can like have so much more time to do other things i love it Same. um also oh yeah another side note my pronouns are they and she still tiddling around with they them but love it summer's coming so (laughs) the cunt's gonna come on we hope so we'd love to see it we'd love to see it um what's up with you 
nigga shit um I don't even know man seasonal depression mm-hmm. the the there's there's something unique happening okay where because I'm present in my body yes um I'm very aware of what's happening with the seasons now right like I can I feel it and it's weird can I ask you a question yes do you feel like you're also more present in your body be like do you feel an ever more being present in your body because like your hysterectomy as well like it just keeps evolving yeah oh for sure um by removing the source of the majority of my chronic pain mm-hmm. or at least like the majority of the uh, not the source but the the majority of the majority of my chronic pain if that makes yeah. any sense it's, it's like centralized right right um i feel like it's far easier for me to be very self-aware okay um that makes and complete also sense. recognize like oh like i'm tripping the fuck out right now mm-hmm. like Cause i imagine not, you no longer have like a blinder there's yeah. no longer that like peace yeah that's like distracting so much of your mental space and your physical space and yo listen black femmes femmes out there i need you to like we were just um doing some merch stuff up at gbi and i was talking to somebody up there and they're looking at hysterectomies because they have this like mad crazy iron deficiency and it's just like yeah this is serious shit y'all like i they're not okay covid is still real and uteruses and ovaries being like dysregulating your whole fucking life is real as fuck yeah okay like pmdd and all that shit is real and it's not okay like that is not how it should be going um I can say that, like, I'm starting to cycle with y'all's, like, y'all's yes, with ovaries because I Riley's still have period. ovaries. So, like, I feel phantom cramps. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, definitely so can feel myself. <laughs> oh, I can feel myself um, starting to be jambled. Remember yesterday I was, like, dropping everything? I just yeah. dropped everything. Yes, I do remember just that. The so, I, because I have ovaries, my endocrine system is still affected. Right, because it's active. It's still doing things. Right? It's like going in a cycle. But I just don't have that compounding layer of extreme bodily pain because, okay. like, these cells are constrict. Like, uh, what is it? Blowing up and oh, like contracting. There it is. And expanding, yes, contracting and expanding, and contract with every cycle. Right. Okay. You know? Oh, okay. That so, makes perfect sense. That's been cool. Um. So yeah, it just means that like I'm I'm more uh, alert. Uh, I can feel spring s- very early beginnings. Totally. Um, I can find I find myself now like feeling more gratitude when it's sunny. My body is just like naturally waking up mm-hmm. at like eight o'clock in the morning. Um, but it's it's slow. It's just like a slow. It's just been like a slow little kind of a change. And I think that in growing older now, in my old age, I'm like fascinated and in wonder at the process. Mm-hmm. It is slow. Mm-hmm. 
It is. It's literally like my grandma says. She was like, um, because I when I wished her happy birthday last year in December, she was like, "I'm every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every month of every year wow. of my life." And I was like, "Damn, because it's true." Yeah, that's a word. That's a word. <laughs> I said, bitch. And like on the journey of getting to know yourself, the more you're in your body, like imagine being so embodied in your 80s. Like you have to know yourself inside, outside, left side, right side. Like I'm, It's nuts. Like I just think it's like wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, how, how have I been doing? Um, I have been... So we'll do like a little roundup and like a mental health check-in. Um, I don't know if it's, so I started a new medication that's supposed to sort of work in conjunction with my SSRI. Okay. Called Reluxil, Relux, Relux. Deluxil? Just- no, it's like Relux something. Anyways, um, I can't. So I was taking it during the daytime and it was making me very tired. Okay, yes, I remember this. And I just recently switched and started taking it at night. And I don't know if my brain is like, it just takes a minute to catch up to uh-huh. the switch. Because I went one week or almost two weeks. Yeah, with like taking it in the morning and like busting through the day. But I feel, I feel like my mind is... It the inside of it feels like the spinning wheel of death on a Mac computer. Whoa, I'm very familiar with that wheel. The frustration, the tears. But the thing is, I'm not frustrated or upset about it. Okay. And I don't know, like, is this peace or is this Zoloft? Like, I don't. I'm. I'm trying to figure out. Does the wheel have like colors on it? Is it oh, just yeah, no, flat? It's a spinning, yeah, no, it's no, no. Like, it's it look like it's imagine, vibrant. like imagine you've got your whole system up. You've got the USB attached to another screen, right? Mm-hmm. So you can okay, like it's your it's matrix. You're on the you're in it. You're okay. In it. And then it's time for you to open up a whatever, mm-hmm. and then everything stopped, and you're just. The spinning wheel. Now you can move the wheel. Mm-hmm. You could force close. Okay. There's a couple other options. You could force quit. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you could just keep, or it could just keep spinning. Just wait. And you wait. And that's how I'm feeling. I wow. think last episode I said something about like, or the, the when we recorded the first time, like, is it, am I content or am I just. Yes, I do remember you talking about feeling content. Or am I just like, waiting okay why not both we're gonna lost us it sounds like the calm before the storm but it's not that's like what it feels like that's what it feels like that's what it feels like and it's just like okay that's what it feels like america this is why we be fucking you know what i'm saying that's why i love this nigga that's why this is why i love him 
Okay, that's one of the many reasons. It's the calm before the storm. Okay. Do you feel prepared for said storm? Oh, no. No. But, yes. Okay, because I, when I picture feeling content in my mind, I imagine being prepared, or at least with a feeling of knowing that you're going to be okay after the storm. That feels like content to me. So, I think when I'm learning, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to be brutally honest, too. Why not? um, In our relationship Mm -hmm. with both of our disorders Mm -hmm. I do not have control I don't I don't have I don't have control I have tools that I've learned over time that help me regulate but I don't have control and I think like there's so much freedom in recognizing that I am not in control but I but I am in control of what I am in control Control of yes okay so like i'm i'm lucky enough to have like some tools in my backpack backpack that i know will get me where i at least to the next part of where it is that i need to go yes i have a lot of faith uh, and hope uh because I don't really, I'd be worrying, but I'm trying to put that worry down mm-hmm. and walk in, not like blind, st- stupid, like this is, a, I'm just living in dreams. Like it's not like that. Right. It's like, no, I have a vision. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a goal. Mm-hmm. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% certain that with the right recipe of things, it's just a matter of time. Right, okay. And I'm not really pressed about maintaining any kind of hype around uh, um, fulfilling uh, society's ideas of like what pr- productivity looks like. Right. So... I'm just, I f- yeah, I feel like I'm taking my time. I also feel like I'm waiting. It's so interesting that you say that because so I was reading up about your astrological chart, mm-hmm. something I love to do in my pastime. That's so cute. You read, my, you read my chart sometimes. I do. Yep, I'd be sitting I read there your reading your chart. Um, and it shows that your Mars is in Capricorn. And something that Mars and Capricorns are really great at and really known for mm-hmm. are the long game. And like committing to the longevity of the process mm-hmm. and understanding that like work needs to be done. However, like the work needs to be consistent and it needs to be like a steadfast behavior where you do a little bit every day and you do it for you and you do it so that you can then turn around and see results because you have been working day after day. It's like you're mining for something. That's exact. That's exactly. For those of you that are not on the Patreon, you won't see it, but that's exact. This little, the pimple, the band-aids, the weeks on end of like doing. Yeah. You're yeah. mining for it. I'm, I'm, I'm mining for the great release because here's the thing y'all i could be freaking out about like money or a job or like blah 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 blah. oh because that's also going on i got hours got cut 
maybe I'll tell y'all in a Patreon episode on a tier about what happened with some work shit. But that's a great idea. I like that. I like that. Um, like a solo episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll just like live stream or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm down to one day a week. It's fine. Whatever. I make decent money. So it's it's fine. And and this whole time. Mm hmm. Like since surgery, since your surgery, mm-hmm. my surgery even before that, mm-hmm. like so wild that we had surgeries in the same fucking year, yeah, like same massive year. major fucking surgeries. But like we've been okay, like like not just we in terms of like financially as a couple, but like I've been okay. It's true. Yeah. I'm really not stressing because I I know that I have so much support. I have. I've done a ton of work to mm-hmm. build solid and consistent yeah. relationships and meaningful relationships. Your authentic community is really popping. So I know that like I'm not I'm never gonna be just out here, out here. Mm-hmm. And I also know that out here, out here is being redefined because everything <laughs> is on fire. It's true. It's very true. So, yeah, mental m- mental health wise, I f- I feel very calm. Okay, that's good to hear. That's you know? sweet. Yeah, I'm, that's very I'm chilling. Sweet. I'm excited about <laughs> um, expanding this show, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about starting to network with other. Uh, producers and podcasters mm-hmm. and just grow. Yeah. I love that. That makes me really happy to hear. And Thanks especially me. in these like hard times, like with the Daya. weather. Yeah. Like hey, it's, it's nice to hear that you like, you know, can find some peace and find some contentment. Listen, it, Michigan's still a shithole. Okay. It's still, it's gray. <laughs> I hate it. I would love to live somewhere where there's a beach. Michigan, ha- we have beaches, but I mean like beach-like weather, mm-hmm. 24-7. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to be an island gal. Oh, Nana. What's, What's my name? name? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you imagine us like two island gals? It would be beautiful. Okay. Just like melanin popping. You're in like. Skin gray. Oh my God, we both have. Okay, can we please do matching thong sets? Ooh. Neon green. I'd be curious to see what that looks like. Matching neon green thongs. I think it's gonna look fucking popping. And I think we we wear different sarongs. Like we have mm. different like robe colors mm-hmm. on. Okay. And you have different like you have like Bobby, you have like Bobby light sunglasses on. Love it. And I have like uh like my like like creepy uncle in a van sunglasses <laughs> on. You have like the aviator shape. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. But they're like you the, the lenses mm-hmm. are like see through. It's not like a mirror. It's not like mm-hmm. I'm a cop. Okay. I want you to see my <laughs> eyes, but I don't so want you, you want, to you, see my you eyes. You want them to see that you're having a good time. Exactly. That's the point of those. And I then feel like. and then also we have a do rag. We have a do rag and the do rag is extra, extra long. Cute. So okay. while we're on the boat, because we're on a boat, obviously it's in just these songs. In the wind flowing. <laughs> we love it love to see it <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um 
48 minutes. How's your mental health? How are you? Um, my mental health is okay. Been moving through some mania. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Um, I have bipolar. In case y'all didn't know, you know now. Um, and it can be a whirlwind of a time. It I feel is. like sometimes I'm like really up and really doing things and really doing too much. And other times I'm not doing anything at all. And so I'm trying to like find the midway point between both of those. Mm-hmm. It just feels like being a human being where like I can accept that I did enough mm-hmm. and that I still have energy to do nothing because yeah. it takes energy to do nothing. Yes. And I'm mm, trying to find the midway point between that. So I'm not overestimating myself or underestimating myself. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, would you mind telling the people what bipolar feels like? Like, what bipolar 2 feels like for you yeah um in terms of just like the the it's not it's not i don't want to say like the frequency of the ups and the downs but like just yeah yeah. i get i gotta i've been thinking about this so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna say what i've been thinking about and kind of piecing together in my mind and then you can kind of tell me how it how you receive it word so i feel like if mania, which feels like all my nerves are on end, I have to do a thousand things and be accomplishing. I have to be demanding. I have to be dedicated to the time clock of the world. If that was the color red and then you have depression, which feels like sleeping a lot, eating a lot, not having the energy to actually be inside my mind. If that was the color blue, I would feel like I'm constantly moving in a shade of purple. So like royal purple is the in-between. And every day I either am two shades to depression, Mm. which is bluer, Mm -hmm. or I'm maybe three shades redder, which is three steps deeper into mania. Mm -hmm. And my purple is a little red tinted. Maybe it's wearing red sunglasses valentine's day and so like love (laughs) (laughs) sure sure so wait 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 no no wait your shit like this wait (laughs) why are you a fool they shit like this yeah Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like moving deep into one side of a color mm. or deep into the other side of a color every single day. I'm always purple. Do you notice an increase towards red around, like, like patternistically? Like, is it like, do you, have you has there been like quantification that perhaps with estrogen and it's on the way i think i've been trying to track it Mm -hmm. and be more aware of tracking it Mm -hmm. and that's been noticeable where like maybe a week before my period i feel mania yeah however it also has to do with outside factors where I also experience mania when I am in a deep, deep caretaking role. Mm-hmm. So I notice that mania also comes up for me the weeks that we have Riley. Mm-hmm. 
So it's kind of like a toss up. And every day I have Let's to put a assess. pin in that too because I'm realizing now that there are different types of mania though. It's different. Absolutely. It's very different. And sometimes I'm going to take a drink real quick. Sorry, one second. No, it's totally fine. I notice that my mania has different ways of coming out. It's got different personalities. And it, yeah, it, it feels does. like it has different personalities where sometimes I'm going to react like this. Sometimes I'm going to react like this. The majority of them have to do with exiting the situation. That is something that I have found to be like a common thread. Mm -hmm. And and that's for me how I know I'm experiencing mania because mm -hmm. I'm feeling like I got to get out. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and it's a feeling of trappedness. Can I get out? Can I escape? Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I cannot get out. I cannot escape. <laughs> yes, I feel that heavily. I'm so, no, I'm not trying to make light of the face. But it's, it's just okay. Funny. You yeah. know, you jokes, know, you know, you know. Yeah. Clown, clown to clown. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how we get down. God's goofiest soldiers over here. <laughs> really, truly. <laughs> the toughest oh jokes for the strongest <laughs> clowns, okay? I'm so sorry. So, it's just a constant back and forth, a pull and a push of directions. And who I hang out with, what I eat, what I don't eat, mm -hmm. how I sleep, all of that impacts how I feel. Yeah. And the deeper I go into the journey of being a human being, mm -hmm. the deeper I'm impacted by the ebbs and flows of life. And it feels like also what I imagine being a water sign is like. Because I'm a water sign rising. Yeah. And it's, I'm just getting deeper. Welcome. Thank you. It's really hard out here. Yeah, nigga. And it's beautiful. It is. Because it's so hard. Exactly. Thus is the juxtaposition of life. A paradox. <laughs> if you will. A joke. If you want a shame, if you don't. Wow. Was that an original? Because, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Everyone, you're welcome. America, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I, I think that um, observationally, as your partner, I can say that I for sure notice a pattern. Mm -hmm. I think that it's extra spicy that I just so happen to have a neurological disorder, quote unquote. Um, so wait, there's a mood disorders and then what? Behavior disorders? Yeah, there's mood ones and behavioral so disorders. Y yours is a mood, mood disorder and mine is a behavior. So uh, just so happens that my behavioral disorder mm -hmm. just really loves patterns. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, do I love it. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, not only, not only do I love patterns, but I have a Capricorn, a Mars Capricorn. So I love consistency in patterns. Yes. Riley does too. Mm -hmm. It's actually like why she's really written that again. Because her Mars is also in Capricorn. We got the pum, listen, my pum pum does things, okay? Pum 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 da pum pum. Yeah, so okay. Riley also has a Mars and Capricorn. So uh, I recognize patterns and I think 
not to toot my own horn here. But I think that what's really important Mm -hmm. and beautiful about our relationship is that you have like a frightened, sweet, adorable, fluffy baby kitten who has been feral out in the streets and surviving. You've let, you're like Mombi. You've let me in <laughs> little bit by little bit. If y'all don't know who Mombi is, okay. <laughs> Mombi is the street cat of the century. Oh my God. Listen. Mombi has been out eternal. here. She is eternal. Since probably half of my life. We will do another Patreon episode about the Mombi. history of Mombi. Yeah, because it's very important. Okay. But she's a I bad... wonder if Riley could draw Mombi. I bet she could. Because Oh my god, like when we first met Mombi. Because yes. yeah, you never you didn't meet Mombi. I didn't when meet we OG first Mombi. Met Mombi. No, I know Mombi Woo! 3.0. Chaley t- does too. Chaley could do a really nice Chaley could hop in and do a really nice uh descriptor. Okay. Because uh Chaley's scene with her eyes Mombi's one eye, which she grew back, America. It's very a lot's going on. Anyway, <laughs> yes, don't you say too much. Let me in. It was very sweet. It's been very sweet. You right before your period, here we go. You know mm. what I mean? I feel like I'm on a here we I'm I feel like it's the the Gemini roller coaster at Cedar Point. I don't know if anybody else knows that reference. No, I've never Woo! been to Cedar Point. So, th- what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I've been to Six Flags. I've been to Lagoon. Wait. No, 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 no. But I've no, never no, no, been no, to no, Cedar no, no, Point. No, 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 no. What? Is this your first? This is your first time hearing about Cedar Point. Oh no, I know about Cedar Point. Oh. I've just never been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said I've I was never like, been to Cedar Point. Oh, okay, I can't hear. We gotta go to Cedar Point. Okay, yeah, I would love to go to Cedar Point. I love roller coasters. We gotta go. Okay, noted. Um, there's a roller coaster. It's old. It's wooden. Mm-hmm. Um, it is two, actually, hilariously, a red and a blue. Oh, like, okay, coaster. Okay, Come coaster. Through. There's like a red side yeah. and a blue side, mm-hmm. and you're like, who's gonna win? <laughs> You want to know a fun fact? <laughs> what? When I was in college, <laughs> oh I went through a heavy phase of going on YouTube and watching people do roller coaster reviews. Yes, fully. Where they would be like, height, speed. I love it. Intensity. Like, also, and it's just people. I also watch those. They're great. When Riley was a baby, because it was okay. like the thing that I could, like, it was something factual. Yeah. Fun. It was thrilling. Yes. And now um, I see on videos that parents with little babies, they make like little fake roller coaster. They get like, like what? They, okay, listen to me. They have like the surround sound, the mm-hmm. screen. They'll take like a baby. Mm-hmm. They'll make a basket or something or whatever, like fill it up with like a little blanket. Not a baby. Not a baby. I'm so sorry. We'll say like a small toddler. Like, okay, like okay. three. We'll say like two to, two to three. Okay, two to three. Okay, because you can you can you can set it up right. You can get away with the fantasy. And then you put the box or the basket on you. Okay, and you play the roller coaster video. Okay. And then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. And kids 
Love it. That's adorable. Can you imagine that kind of the thrill? Can you that's a rush. Imagine? That's a rush, baby. Wow. You going to you sleep are, that night? Listen, yeah. I feel like, like that. You just hit super speed. <laughs> Bow, bow. Like, that's amazing. That sounds so fun. Right? That sounds so fun. I'll show you those videos. Okay. That but, would be me. Absolutely. As a, if I had a two year old, hell yeah, we playing roller coaster, okay? You're going to get in this little box. Like, watch this. That's amazing. That's also goofy as hell. It's so cute. That is so I also goofy. saw a mom one time um, set up like a little kid, like a little drive in for like her preschool kids cute and like she like made little boxes she had she oh. got boxes and like put like drew cars on them and shit cute okay and then everybody sat and in their little box and they were like little... at the drive-in that's adorable the she had the machine wow she had the... oh i wept you know i was crying. Uh, yeah oh absolutely you said this is um period anyway. time <laughs> it is period times over here yeah exactly. it's great because like i just around period time i'm just thinking about like fucking and like maybe having a baby and then i and, and then steak. i have to laugh i feel like steak oh you be thinking about steak good, that do. steak from culantro oh, so yeah not <laughs> plug shameless plug anyways uh shadow culantro really really do great by us every ferndale time. every Woodward single time nine mile. every single time um but the week of period time right mm-hmm. around now what i noticed so when we started you were banshee boy mm-hmm. period time you're out the door mm-hmm. riley you're here for but you're also scared you're a scared little fluffy one-eyed kitten so you want you want in but you're like no yeah this is like pre-diagnosis pre all the things right but you kept coming back around mm-hmm. so i'm like okay so they like it mm-hmm. like you keep you're here you cool you want to be a part but it's scary yeah absolutely because where you've come from and all the things you've experienced have negated like who you are who you are mm-hmm. and who you're becoming mm-hmm. and like this is wildly different than that so what I've noticed patternistically is yes, mania spikes around your period time. But Interesting. as time goes on, mm-hmm. you are making better choices. Thank like, you. You'll still like you're gonna have mania. That's the other part. That's the other I don't yes. have control. I'm gonna have you're a pic- go- I'm gonna be a color. I'm going to drop coffee on my feet while I'm wearing cut off socks and Crocs only mm-hmm. in the middle of winter <laughs> because your toes are still drying. My toes are drying because I was all patternistically doing my nails and toes as mm-hmm. a self-soothing method for my morning. Mm-hmm. And I had the dropsies because I have a my, my executive functioning mm-hmm. just don't be functioning sometimes. She mm-hmm. really isn't. I can do things. It's not like I'm you know, like a completely non-functional, but I'm gonna be tripping up for a second. Let me count. Wait, let me see this money one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, wait, what's yeah, that thing? Like, I I'm going. That. There's like a a bit where like I just kind of check out, but you always you you you're 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 making less 
you're making way less reckless choices. I think it's really beautiful watching you blossom into pride about being in this family mm-hmm. because that gives you a sense of like value that productivity and a lot of the other traumas mm-hmm. that you're learning how to undo um, are providing you're do you're doing the switch you're doing that you're moving into taking energy that we have we just have Mm -hmm. it and moving it into a different sphere Mm -hmm. that is just like healthier for you yeah and better for you um thank you for saying that that's a really cool reflection like to hear back yeah you're thank you it's really i mean and like listen you know seven pounds of pressure shout out fucking you know p valley shout out p valley you know fucking eight pounds of titties cut off ready for I season three even imagine yeah seven six pounds six, six pounds of sorry, titties yes we're gonna be yeah so they weighed you know? each of my each of my breasts to see if there was like cancerous tissue in there just to like you know check me out which was really cool in retrospect i'm like wow big ups and yes each of my titties were three pounds you know what I'm saying? So just six pounds on your chest, just hanging you down, weighting Off. you down. So like, as I've watched you heal, as I've kicked over your biohazardous <laughs> fluid in the middle of the night, as I've cried with you and held you and been frustrated and been anxious, um, you have been growing and shedding parts of yourself that like versions of yourself that are dead and i feel like i couldn't do that without being in a relationship that is like black and queer ah what a beautiful segue so like having the freedom to be understood in the sense of like we are the outsiders that are just like waiting for our turn yeah feels so comforting because there's no competition we don't have roles here there's no purpose and like oh you are this so you do this and i am this so i do this yeah. it's all i do what i can and you do what you can we switch and we do what we can together we switch sexually we switch situationally um we switch circumstantially mm-hmm um it's very alien and slithery and amoebic it's that congeal sauce that i really love Mm -hmm. because i can't stop thinking about octavia butler this episode especially when you were asking um do i feel prepared like I have been thinking a lot about the fact that I really, 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 really want to learn how to shoot a gun. I really want to pack a backpack mm-hmm. and not overpack it. Just throw some shit in there. Yeah, absolutely. Have um, a go bag. And that's that's it. Like, because uh, the future is coming, right? Yeah. Um, but shit, Ugh, I lost my train of thought because now I'm thinking about the story executive dysfunction um we're talking about just the alien switchness of black queer love switch we have to Mm -hmm. it's the only way to survive it's also very like i think about 
times of slavery mm-hmm. and like when oh my God, in yes. order to just survive yes. everybody had to be willing to do whatever work they could to keep the family spirit going to keep the spirit of love going and like as much as there are said to be roles there are so many moments where roles are switched especially when you hear about like men who were being really really queer and really gay with other men yeah because everyone was doing everything yeah and that's what queer love feels like is like everyone is doing everything and is doing their best in order to keep the love going here it is i am so happy you're talking about this because this is great and perfect and so important um That book I was reading about uh, uh, the Delectable Negro. Yes. They really dive into black queer love in a way that I had never thought about. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to I like to know the origin of things. Again, I love patterns. Yes. Love them. Mm-hmm. I like to see how things do when they put, when you start them over here and then over time, how they progress and what progresses. Um, there's a deep mm-hmm. fascination in me about the lack of conversation academically or otherwise intellectually or otherwise about black queerness mm-hmm. how uh black queerness defined the rena- like the black renaissance and like jazz yes and all that shit also was like kind of like tucked away um there's a lot to fear about it, like, like a society should be afraid of black queers. Absolutely, because, because we can do limitless. it all. It's limitless, right? And like, um, black queer love has set me free in so many ways. Mm, preach to safely explore my autonomy. Okay, and the book. Uh, Vincent Woodard says he tells he tells a few stories about Frederick Douglass. This is actually how I learned how Fred why Frederick Douglass wasn't mm-hmm. teaching his wife how to read. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like this bitch was like, sorry, no, you ain't no bitch. You're the bitch. Okay. She was out here running his finances. You mm-hmm. don't need to read to understand math. It's true. This bitch is a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. And without her, and without her love of patterns and all that shit, like he would have been fucking nothing. And he was out here on some queer shit because colonization and 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 uh, chattel slavery meant that everything was controlled mm-hmm. down to like who you spend your time with like down to the millis every second of every minute mm-hmm. of every hour should be accounted for vincent's telling a story about nat turner mm-hmm. growing up and having like a 
sexual experience with another man Mm -hmm. because they were allowed to leave the plantation together as friends. Right. We're just two roommates living together, <laughs> just really close roommates forever and ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. I I have so, a suspect <laughs> couple like that. I'm not gonna put them on blast, but I just like I really be wondering about living together forever, Woo! just the two of y'all. Okay. You know, just just gals. You know, just galling just around. Gals. You just mm-hmm. just the, just just the two, just one and two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he was able to go out, and because. A human is a human, mm-hmm. and a human is just a. If this is all just like a fleshy whatever, you can build romantic, non-romantic, deeply yeah. intimate whatever relationships, and with the t- Vincent Woodard also talks about how homoeroticism became a fetish when colonization happened okay. because in tribe tribal Africa and in nations in Africa mm-hmm. they have and not they but I and I do not know I'm so sorry I'll have to go back and look at the book um but there are some tribes that have like I think it's called like grandmother, husband, or something like that. Like, like there's a it's this fluid, right? Like okay. where they're trans essentially, mm. and like two spirit trans or like no title, like like it's a title. It's like uh, I almost want to like call Chaley because Chaley has the book, and I want to be like Tom. I want this. Ass. You can put it in the show notes. Yes, to yes. be you know like. I accurate. just want to be accurate and and say this. Also, would love to use Shaylee as an example in the queerness of queer love too, because how you talk about queer love isn't just between two people. Nope. Like I think people get our love confused in the sense of queer love of like our love. I don't think that they confuse us. I think that people project onto us. Yeah, they project their confusion onto us. So they don't understand that like the depth of our love also reaches the deepness with other people. It's not just you and me, Yes, which is like what I love hearing historically about like the homoeroticism of like two people presenting as men like going out and like frolicking yes and like doing things that are like deeply intimate yes but aren't just sanctioned to like two people it allows for so much more love and freedom like having a queer relationship allows me to like deepen my love in other ways with other people yes to the same degrees as like the depth of love we have for each other and the reality is only black only indigenous and niggas could do that, quote unquote, like, like, because uh, I, I truly don't know a lot about like the femmes, but men, it's, easy, it's easier for two black men to go and frolic together or two men to go and frolic together mm-hmm. under the guise of whatever than it is for two white men in that time because that shit became, like, being gay was a sin. Mm, mm-hmm. 
and so was also like being attracted to animals, right? But we know, especially with uh, 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 Dr. Woodard's research, like y'all was fucking black men. Y'all was raping. Y'all was raping. Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your men. Y'all, this is where like the concept of the, uh, you know, like Mandingo type black Mm -hmm. man came into and this is why a lot of you white gay men are mad problematic and so are your so are your lesbian counterparts or whatever a lot of you are really problematic because you have not addressed that you don't live in a queer space and yes i would love yes (laughs) queerness is not right it's not not racism it's not it's not gay and it's not lesbianism because it's not. And look, no disrespect to you. You can just, you, if if you gay and you identify as gay, you gay nigga. Lit, like, I'm not going to. gay. Ain't nobody care. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck them. Let Do niggas thing. be gay. All right. Same with being lesbian. If you want to be lesbian, be That's a lesbian. Fine. That's Chill with me. I'm cool but with that. It's like, there's this sort of matchy, matchy energy in uh, hyper toxic masculinity and let's just cut straight to it. Let's just that that comes with white male patriarchy that is copied by other cultures like the shit is wild. It's mm-hmm. really insane to think that because of colonization and here's the thing when we think when I was thinking of colonization before reading the book, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, OK, like obviously like raping, killing, pillaging, whatever. Yeah. But no. I have to think about like the um, missionaries because that's how it started. Colonization of your mind and your spirit. (laughs) Dead ass. Yo, being from Utah, that's how it starts. Is it's like these missionaries. They embed that into your mind. Going over. So not only the embedding, but also the watching and the eroticizing of a culture that they didn't understand. Imagine being a white and British and maybe a little gay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you like to tug your little willy while you're watching Philly uh, Get load dressed. up the docks or whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? <laughs> Fish and chips. Okay. <laughs> and um, like <laughs> you get in you're indoctrinated into you know catholicism mm-hmm. or white christianity some sect of it or whatever you learn that like homosexuality is bad meanwhile like the priest is like ooh, 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 like all in people's butts and like kids and it's bad okay then you take this to africa yeah okay you uh, m- meanwhile on the way to Africa, you're fucking what whatever has holes because you're out on the open. You're out in the open yeah, sea. Yeah, that is disgusting <laughs> to think about. You're out in the open sea. Do you understand? Christopher Columbus died from syphilis because that nigga was fucking sheep. Ugh. Among other uh, and children. <laughs> that makes me want to throw up. That makes me want to throw up. It's facts. So they bring this over to Africa and they're like, God bless Africa. <laughs> but before that, they're like watching. They're mm-hmm. like lions. They're literally. Yeah, it's like Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. In the villages, watching tribes that have been doing this 
for men in skirts, women in pants, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Men servicing other men in ways that they defined as uh, sinful, wrong. Mm. Africa, mm-hmm. ha- nations, hundred, a millennium. This is where people came from. Science cannot argue. Yes. And be like, ew, this is gross. But also, like, I'm into it. But also, yeah, like, mm-mm-mm. So I think that queerness, being with, for me, being with you, mm-hmm. is just, like, setting me free mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I love that. You've taught me a lot about consistency. Mm-hmm. and patience mm-hmm. and growth and evolution you've taught me a lot about like f- feeling contentment and being with someone mm-hmm. that I have like witnessed every second of every minute of like you not just growing but like the the change the the changes Mm -hmm. the actual changes like the i've one drunken night i remember looking at you and being like the old versions of you are dead nigga like they're dead yes i remember that heavily (laughs) like i because I know. Because then you had me delete old selfies of me out of my phone. You got to get rid of that energy. Because it's not me anymore. Because it's not you. And it's beautiful watching you step into you and see. Thank you. Week after week, like, shit change. And I mean, look, I'm going to share because, like, here we are, full transparency. Like, mania was popping off earlier this week. And, like, typically you flee mm-hmm. and you did leave. And then you brought your black ass back home mm-hmm. within, like, half an hour. Yeah, I went like, for a drive. I drove downtown, did yes. a little loop, and then came back. Listened to some music, thought my thoughts. And, f- like, from Banshee Boy to that to mm-hmm. now. Okay, I know niggas and they fucking. I know, I know some of you niggas out here catering to, caping for people that are almost 40. That have done less transformative work and like self-regulation and awareness than this person here that I love so much. Thank you. It It's hard work. It's rapid. Yeah. Being in a queer relationship feels like constant growth. Like there's no time for stagnancy. There's no time to be undisciplined everything is moving all the time yes because there's no set role everything is fluid and even i want to bring up that you can be queer and you can also be in a hetero presenting relationship because i look at my oldest brother Mm -hmm. um my oldest brother sedane and his Mm -hmm. wife nolani Mm -hmm. and how their relationship is so fluid Mm -hmm. when it comes to who pays for things when they go on dates when it Mm -hmm. comes to how they pay their bills how they spend their solo time and it is in such a fluid way where they're human beings that still get to experience the beauty and love of life and of intimacy and of pleasure yeah and they're not plagued by these heteronormative shackles i told 
my it's sister, beautiful. Bianca, who's been on the show, I was like, bitch, you're queer-minded. You always have been. I'm looking at the camera. I love you so much also. Love you. You're doing amazing. We love you. Rebel it's Rush. It's true, yes. Rebel, Rebel Rush, Rush Cosmetics. Cosmetics. Get rushed. Yo, they have beard oil oh on my God. there. They Scrubs, got candles on there. Lip Everything gloss is handmade. coming out. It's all hypoallergenic. Yes, so good for your skin. Your face is coffee, jitter, scrub. One of my favorites. Um, But recently I told her, I was like, you have always been queer-minded. And like, even if you love dick and you love being with a man, mm -hmm. the person that you wind up being with, if that's what you choose to do, has to fucking get down like that. Like there's no, because you're because you are queer yeah, in no how stagnancy. you live. Not, like, and I think a lot of people, and I want to talk about sex for a little bit because baby, <laughs> free your mind and the rest will follow. You know? A word, an but, absolute word. Uh, like when you are thinking queerly, mm -hmm. not clearly. <laughs> queerly. I didn't catch it the first time. I'm, just, I really didn't. I nice. was about to do the thing with my glasses, please, but then I didn't. Please spare I, us. I, I, I almost did. Thank you. When you're thinking queerly, you're thinking about uh, the the community that you have that you're building mm -hmm. like without even recognizing it but like if I could look back at my 26 year old self I'd be mm -hmm. like hey every step that you're gonna make mm -hmm. is about you building your community mm. a word that's it like it's like that means pruning your garden that means mm -hmm maintaining things that have consistent growth mm -hmm. look viewing the seasons mm -hmm. recognizing that things change recognizing that friendships change or they drop off completely people new people come in people want to give you stuff people want to be around you people want to support you mm -hmm. and it just continues to like embolden uh and and grow grow me personally yeah. as a person um and queerness and people that are really about that life, like, move like that. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I'm so sorry to have to do this. Are you, do you have to pee? I do really, really bad. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we're go gonna pee. pause. Pausing. I'm just gonna keep talking in the microphone while you go piss. I'm, I'm free, I'm, I'll sing invoked to everyone. Don't you freak out. Okay, so everybody, listen. <clears throat> like, we're doing a birthday thing, okay? At the Grandy Ballroom. This weekend. And I'm very excited because I love celebrating Laurel, all the time. Also, shout out, yo, Lou. Yeah. Shout out to your mom, Celeste. Celeste got a fat ass, y'all. That's how I knew I was gonna be okay. When I met Celeste, I was like, oh, hey girl, what's up? I was like, I like, I like your, uh, you got some thighs on you. She Celeste also has great hair, really beautiful, just. Like, I was like, damn, bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
like you got some junk in the trunk your hair is flowing nails manicured i feel like celeste and my mom lynn will get along great yeah queer love man yo it's life affirming i think also uh black queer love is just like extra there's just something really it's got a little extra spice to it when it's when you're black um and i will speak for myself being with someone who is black and queer uh this is my first like go around (laughs) with that type of relationship dynamic um thank you i yeah you're yeah i also think (laughs) (laughs) you like you trying to slowly back that big fat ass up into the seat without like making any noise you're so cute um no but like uh this is my first like black queer relationship and i've been able to be like a nigga nigga and i think there's something really special about I don't know all of it the kid the timing the things I've learned mm-hmm. how they apply letting old shit go seeing you seeing me in you mm-hmm. not feeling like threatened by that being able to be brutally honest and just like very naked in front of you like having moments where like I'm just like really we have deeply emotional moments where I can say some shit that like only niggas are gonna get cause like you gotta you know what I'm saying like you gotta be in it to get it yeah that's real that's real especially with queerness oh my god and you wear your bonnet when you get your bonnet for bedtime (laughs) it's so cute and like uh, you take care of your like skin and, and you teeth. scratching my scalp like oh, I, I didn't Lord. know because i'd never been in an experience like that before where somebody's like scratched and oiled my scalp before like that's a different type of love that yeah. love is deep like and it's beautiful it's so pleasurable to have your scalp scratched like and that love is love that I subconsciously now realize that I want to do to other people. Mm-hmm. Like I retwisted somebody's locks and mm-hmm. like I really love doing it and yeah. love retwisting people's locks because like it just looks good. It feels good. I know what it's like to have your scalp played in. Yeah, it's it feels deeply ancient. Mm-hmm. It feels deeply tribal. It feels deeply like part of um, our maintenance. Yeah. And the spirit of our maintenance mm-hmm. and like self-care or whatever um also the sex is bomb i'm sorry <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying you ever just <laughs> mm, you know what i mean like we've we're a year in mm-hmm. almost a year and a half it's true yeah and i mean like look maybe the frequency is slowed down okay but honestly i'm i'll say this honestly i would love to have an episode where we talk where we talk about this because i think we could have like a really good live discussion Mm -hmm. about this and even like talk about things that we've never talked about before yes on air i love that 
and just all I know is I be looking in this nigga eyes. Somehow I be twisting myself around while they giving back shots like a pretzel. <laughs> and I be like, I <laughs> I'm gonna choke. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. Y'all heard it here, folks. Anyway, Black Queer Love, get into it. Uh, follow Black Queer Femmes. Follow Black Queer non-presenting individuals. Follow Black Queerness is doing. Mm-hmm. It's doing. It's yeah. a real liberating. It's doing. Yeah. Uh, don't fear it. I love you. I'm so happy that we met. What a wild time, you know? Really, truly. Like, Whoa, who would have thought? You know? Yeah. From just, from me appreciating your Subaru mm-hmm. to me appreciating what that tongue do. <laughs> Life. I love you, baby. Mm, I love you too. Thank you for appreciating me. It's really sweet. You're and... Best. We really out here doing it. Like, really doing it. Speaking of which, let's wrap it up. Hey, listen. What else we doing? We're making cups and shit, niggas. Yeah, we We are. We got shirts coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Long sleeves. I think we about to tear out this whole Patreon thing. I don't know. I'm working on some strategies. (laughs) Okay. For our release. Okay, Meredith Marks. I don't want it. <laughs> Broxy. <laughs> I don't want it to be I don't foresee it being like this I don't want it to be perfect. You know, like I don't need that. I just I think that like let's take our time. Mm-hmm. Let's produce what we can and let's give it to the girls. Yeah, absolutely. I think the girls wanna know. Cops are coming out. Things Cops are and shirts, out. yeah. <laughs> this fucking voice <laughs> in the meantime follow us on patreon follow us on twitter yes. follow us on instagram and follow us on tiktok the hard ours 313 yeah everywhere yeah. and anywhere and also send us an email if you want to talk about queer love Do if it. you're curious about really anything yes yes it'll get answered i think that n- the next episode i'm gonna go back to our very first first letter Mm. we did get i think like two letters in the mailbox oh no way years ago cool so i'd like to honestly go back to it okay and like kind of revisit it yeah and then like do the thing okay follow us the hard r's 313 everywhere we're out here i love you (laughs) love yourself really truly and falling queer love okay just loving yourself and like i know love yourself is like a uh, whatever people nihilist but y'all know listen queer love is not possible without self-love it's truly not it's it's time to dig in okay it's 2023 aliens are out are out they're real we've known portals are opening up okay there's one right in front of our house our recycling bin disappeared one time y'all niggas better get sucked up (laughs) all right you better snatch this love you better get this joy while you can Mm -hmm. we love you it's true i love you one love one heart let's get together and Feel alright.